Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Graham Graham's Sexual Christmas Gift. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. I could increase the frequency with which I pleasure milk with my hands and my mouth. Your grandmother's boyfriend is a first-class ass sniffer, and you can tell him that I said so. Look, Brad, I'm not trying to be your father. You already got one of those. I'm just hoping for a chance to be your friend. You were my friend, Daryl. You were my best friend. We grew up together. We rode bikes together. We used to smell each other's hands. But now you're sleeping with my mom, and it's a little bit weird for me. Can you appreciate that? I never had a sexual thought about your mom until I was 30. Can you leave it alone? You can't be my friend anymore. You cannot be sleeping with my mom and be my friend, okay? Cue the theme song. We just gotta get through these four Christmases as quickly and as painlessly as possible. This isn't happening. Well, you were my friend. You were my best friend. But now you're sleeping with my mom and it's a little bit weird for me. I'm not trying to be your father. I'm hoping for a chance to be your friend. Oh my God. You must be Orlando's girl. Orlando? We're all named after the city that we were conceived in. That's disgusting. Alright. Merry, Merry Christmas. You might like Christmas. You might like uh, bundling up with the family and going visiting. Or maybe you were the lucky family household that is the host and has to get everything together and clean and clean and clean and do all the things and make sure everything's good to go. Uh, or maybe you go on the DL, on the down low, and you just say, fuck it, I'm out of here. I'm going to go to Fiji or something. Well... Even if you're one of those, you're going to have some fun with 2008's Four Christmases. Not one, not two, not three, not four. All right, good. I got that out of the way. Um, <laughs> this has uh, was done by Seth Gordon. This is actually one of Seth Gordon's... Um, it was his first... I don't know, uh, a big, big Hollywood movie. He went on to do Horrible Bosses identity thief and Baywatch <clears throat> and that lost city that just came out oh there you go yeah yeah and pixels nice. if you remember that one no he oh didn't pixels that at all sorry and he actually only no. produced lost city I'm fucking lying to you I'll, all right I'll man stop out. making a liar out yeah back out. up just so take sorry. a break so we'll, we'll get back we'll get back so um written by a bunch of people but um this movie was also written during the or being filmed during the writer's strike. So a funny little nugget that I read about this was that they weren't allowed to change the script. Oh wow. Uh I don't know exactly how that works, but yeah, damn, that happened. Uh listen to this cast. Vince Vaughn, Reese Witherspoon, Robert Duvall, John Favreau, Mary Steenburgen. Dwight Yoakam, Tim McGraw, Kristen Chenoweth, John Voigt, Sissy Spacek, Katie Mixon, Carol Kane. Uh, yeah, there's like four Oscar winners in there somewhere. <clears throat> Each of the parents of this movie, the four Christmas parents, has won Academy Awards. Bet you didn't know that. Now you do. Can't forget it. Neither none. I had no history with this flick. Uh, that was filmed for $80 million, probably to get the, t the talent on board. Trying to think of what else would have chewed up uh, budget in this movie. Made 167 at the box office and generally was found to be a pretty big piece of shit when it came out. 
it wasn't received <laughs> too too well um which is why i didn't see it i really like vince vaughn but i was getting a little sick of him at this point and i just wasn't gonna go see what i thought was a rom-com with him in it that just seemed to kind of like pander at the christmas crowd so i didn't check it out did you guys you guys did though colin i think you who who i can't even remember who recommended this no, i'm not gonna this, call one of you up for that this a couple of times before like at christmas obviously it's uh yeah, I, I mean, there's. The, I always liked a lot of the scenes in it. Like the, a lot of the actors in it, I think, um, are outside of their comfort zone a little bit, and I always like that. Are maybe just do things I've never seen them do before. I've never seen, and never since seen, um, uh, what's his name, the uh, from Swingers, the director, Favreau. Uh, John Favreau. I've never seen John Favreau play a character like this. I. I, I find him to steal all of the scenes he's in. I I really like him in this. Um, there's some some good bits with Vaughn. <laughs> I always smile and laugh at the stuff um, where he's Joseph. I always find is very funny. That stuff's great. There's things about it that make me laugh. Um, so yeah, I didn't yeah. know that you hadn't seen it. Yeah. Surprise! So interesting. Did you bring? First watch. Yeah, I'd seen it once, but not long ago, within probably the last five years for the first time. And mm. I remembered enjoying it enough, so fucking here we are. Toss it on the barb. Well, like, so typically I find Christmas movies, you got that kind of low bar set. People are doing it for the warm and fuzzies, kind of. So there are the the tropes. If you hit the right tropes, then in some way shape or form you can uh, get a passable movie that people just want that those christmas movies like, like reese witherspoon would have been massive at this point in 2008 like probably not too far off an oscar win for uh the music movie walk the line uh, yeah what was that oh five yeah probably somewhere in there <coughs> early 2000s who got the one from walk the line she, I think she, uh, she did. Uh, if she didn't win, she was definitely nominated for her yeah. portrayal of, I cannot remember Johnny Cash's wife's name right now. She was a very, very famous country western singer. Thelma Cash. And that's not right, but whatever. Janet, Janet Peso. <laughs> She's just super <laughs> famous. again. She was famous in her own right, whoever that was, before she met Johnny. Her whole family was for country music but anyways uh yeah she like do you find the characters do you guys find the characters likable and relatable i yeah i uh, so i have i don't have kids and i don't want children i've never just just never had a thing for it and my partner nat feels the same and so we really like these characters in the start of this movie we watch this yeah okay so i agree so like i was like i understand and like i I just got it right what they were trying to go through and they're trying to live a more carefree life and get away from all the hub 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 of christmas but i the thing that i and i relate with them too because i feel similarly to you and i know brent even though he has a child he uh he he feels similarly similarly i'm guessing about the um marriage and all of that stuff um being what it is yeah so i think we can all relate with them but what i don't like is that 
even in the beginning of the movie, they're kind of making fun of them. Like when when they talk to the other couples and stuff and they like put put marriage oh, down yeah. so badly. Um and then they're, they're like they're doing good, it oh, good luck without thinking, right? Yeah, like they're not uh, being assholes <laughs> un- intentionally anyway. But they always uh, feel like they have to defend themselves because yes. this comes up so much that they overcompensate when people talk to them about it. That's probably true. But see, what I thought about after this movie was done was that I think maybe the intent there is that people who feel like Christmas is a really great thing will watch this movie. And so they set them up as kind of maybe a little villainous in the start. They're so strongly believed and they have like no soul, right? Because that's what's wrong with people who don't want to like spend time with family and Christmas and pray and do all the stuff that you do, right? And have the presence. So I was wondering is if I was maybe cheering for them and then with the way the movie ended is a little bit of a downer for me. Um and probably for Vince Vaughn too. Uh but but maybe the 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 other the other people who maybe feel a different way about Christmas would see the end as a big victory because they had the baby. That's what you're supposed to do. Get married, have a baby, merry Christmas. That's why I'm not sure if I I I I like the the message of the movie because it once again tries to put everyone into a box where you have to do these certain steps. You have to buy a house with a two-car garage. You have to have so many children. You have to get married, and you have to like do all of these things so that you can like be like part of society or whatever. And if you aren't, then something's wrong with you. And like I don't know if this movie is giving that message that I they that, they I, were on the wrong path. And then they, through going to their family's house, it like led them down the correct path. Yeah. I don't like that. I think that is like <laughs> I don't, super I don't think gross. that's what, what it does, to tell you the truth. Because okay, they, that's they even good. say in the movie, right, yeah. they, have a, they have a part where they're exploring that dynamic. And they both come to the conclusion, like Reese Witherspoon even says, like, like, these are things that I think I want. And if he doesn't want them, like, that's okay. But we can't like that doesn't mean will work and i think that that's a fine discussion to say yeah you can live however you want to but obviously you can't be in a relationship and force somebody to have a kid or force them not yeah and sometimes i mean people that work just the only thing that's breaking is is that those goals right i want to be married i don't i want kids i don't and everything else works and so i i buy this and i buy the the dynamic of the argument and I don't think that the movie does us a disservice by putting us in that box. I'm very opposed to those boxes. Um, <laughs> no, I, I guess and, I just and I, and I don't find that it that it is is trying to push that narrative so much as I mean it is it is a, a romance and it does come to that conclusion where they find that that was right for them, I suppose. But I don't think it was yeah. um, the point. Well, right? I I think it's kind of. There's scenes near the end that kind of save it because because I started feeling like they were trying to paint uh, Vaughn as the bad guy. And because um, she just drops that shit on him out of fucking nowhere <laughs> and expects him to like fucking engage with it. And he's like, what the fuck? Like at the beginning of the day, you didn't want that stuff. And now midday you do. Yeah. Like, fuck you. So I was mad. But then when she was with her father, she said to her father she kind of gets away from that thread of the story and says like 
he told the truth and I told the truth and there is a conflict. So she never like painted him as a bad person no. for not for not engaging in the conversation. She just she said they might not work out because they may want different things. And so I like that yeah. she said those things because otherwise to make Vince Vaughn the bad guy would have been like fucking stupid because he did nothing wrong. Like they oh, were no. totally yeah. honest the whole time with each other. And then yeah. she changes course in the middle in a 12 hour period. And he, of course, is taken aback and shocked by it. Yeah. So I think that works too. Yeah. 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 The, I think. Um. I think that that's a really interesting, uh, kind of lead into when he goes back to see his dad, and you see that his dad only shows <laughs> him affection, and it only like ever really gives him love when he sees uh, that he's in the same depressed spot as him. Otherwise, if he's like his dad's so insecure anything that goes on that is a little bit of a win you know he views as a as a personal loss i think yeah. that's a great precursor too for like vince vaughn to go back and just be like you know he sees his dad there lonely and uh and and miserable and living in that shithole wherever the fuck um yeah. <laughs> and he just realizes like i think that people come to a point where they're like you know, maybe I can flex on some of these things I want because at the end of the day, being with that person is better than not being with that person. Right? Yeah. And yeah, when he does, his father says something like he's just like him. Like he says, we always argue with the ones that are so, and he doesn't want to be that. Yeah. So that <clears throat> really wakes him up. That sets off like alarm bells with him that he he could see his future and it was standing right in front of him and did he want that future or did he want to be with her like i i feel like i read the reviews for this movie and this got a 25 percent splat yeah and uh a lot of the critics said it was it was rehashed or we are are the characters weren't likable or relatable but i did think that the characters were likable and relatable i actually I, I really I actually think I relate to both of them in different parts of the movie. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I absolutely I mean, they're, agree. They're, they're yuppies is what it is. They're not not yuppies yeah, they're in dinks. the derogatory sense. But they're yuppies yeah, and they're, dinks, yeah. But yeah, I they have like jobs, I, they don't have any kids and they have a lot of uh you know, disposable. They income, enjoy so life the, the they way they do it. They have lot, they have yeah. their their own way that a lot of people wouldn't understand. But it works for them, and they don't want to like spoil it by bringing other people into their thing. And and the, yeah. their families are have been very very difficult. Like it's established immediately within the first two visits, like that these these people, these young adults, did not have easy childhood with strong uh, uh, influences <laughs> that would lead them to build healthy relationships in later life. Uh, it's funny. It's kind of funny. I do. Yeah. I do. So, think so that part does work. Like those, the two leads and their, the, the, the generally their characters, <clears throat> um, are like the strong part that actually keeps this movie rocking along. They, uh, no, I agree with that. They, oh, I lost my train of thought, Brent. 
<laughs> Over to you to pick up the yeah, slide. Yeah, I can't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> you can't throw a guy under the bus like that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Shit, it was about the characters. Um, I find it. them likable, if that helps. Like, I find that, that pursuing those things aren't bad. I find that the characters, a lot of them... I mean, characters aren't supposed to be people, I guess. They're like... They're like I've been reading this new McKee book about character, right? And it discusses how... And I kind of felt like maybe it was some way that I've been looking at at movie characters wrong because he's like, characters aren't people, right? Characters are an idea or a representation of something, right? So yeah, that's why sometimes, like Favreau in this is so overboard, um, but that conveys the point better, right? And they, they say too in the past when I've taken like acting uh, class or whatever the hell, they have... Um, they always say like you, you want to go a bit further because you're trying to express, right? And so a lot of times that subtlety, like you want to over enunciate your words or, um, you know, just whatever it is to put that extra half inch into it. Well, yeah. especially the, the characters that you don't get to see on the screen very much. They, you want those characters to be, um, you want to write them so that you know who they are right away. Because they're not going to be on the screen for very long. They're just minor characters. So they have to be a little bit bigger than the mains are. Yeah. A little bit more assertive or aggressive yeah. with uh, how they are. Now, I don't know if... What did you guys... I feel like the stuff with his brothers and the fighting was a little too over the top for my taste this time. It didn't seem believable that they would be so physically abusive to Vince Vaughn and then have their children come in and slap him in the face i i, I might have pulled back on that that seemed a little like how is she not stepping in and stopping like what kind of a fucking partner is she to allow him to be bitch slapped by children while being what held she by his think? brother she's seeing everyone say it's okay so she's probably like uh or she's you know like I mean? just shocked about it i don't know i just took that as like a little bit above like humor right like just I taking guess. that extra leap I for suppose. it I, to, I mean i used to get the shit to go to me like that i, I know like, i guess i mean if but if if my partner <laughs> was her her sister was holding her down while a child is on top of her straddling her and beating her i would come and grab the kid and take it off and like free my partner from her sister's grip i think but Maybe that's maybe yeah. I shouldn't do that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's like such a white knight, man. Favreau and and his wife. Well, um, I don't want to see. I, I, I would. I'm free just a, kidding. I think I'm I think kidding. I'd free a stranger from that as well. Yeah, yeah. No, Favreau <laughs> and his wife sell it really well for their characters. So, like, I believe that their kids would get into that mischief anyway. No, no, I know his. Um, uh, the but, actresses that play the wives are very but, famous too and good. Yeah, yeah. Um, they sell it so well. Uh, one of my favorite scenes in the movie is the Pictionary or whatever. Um, yeah, charades when they're doing that and they 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 get all of theirs right. Yeah, that that couple, I, John Favreau. And I love how Favreau <laughs> eats his chicken wing, his chicken wings, yeah. and stares yeah. directly. Yeah, the at way Vaughn. like he concentrates. His moments of concentration is he's thinking of the answer and then it comes to him. I don't know. That's the best. Like that's the best chemistry in the movie. Uh, anywhere right there is that is that scene like I don't know how many times they had to do that to nail it but they fucking do no I agree that's why I like Favreau and like I said he, every scene he's in he really steals because his he he does a really good job of of keeping it grounded somehow being over the top at the same time yeah 
Um, I I like that. <laughs> I even like the mom relationship with his friend. I think I think that's really that's funny. another funny set. That's but the one thing funny. I actually don't think don't know if they do. They were so dishonest with each other. Um, like about their past. I I find that that's not really good for a healthy relationship. Like the fact uh, that she didn't know his real name. Um, that's a big. That's a red flag. Like I like that's what I'm saying is like Brent. If you were named Orlando, but you change your name to Brent, Hillary would know about that. Yeah, probably, but I mean, I can also right, understand if I hated it, right, and I changed it for that reason, I'd be like, no, my name isn't Orlando, so I never told you that because I fucking hate that name, and why would I talk about it? Okay. Then that should be understandable, which is what he yeah. says. Yeah, He does much. say that, yeah. He, I yeah. think he says if my name's, if I see my name in the bar, but it was asshole, I'm not going to tell you my name's asshole. <laughs> Some some of the some of the specific stories I could maybe see why weren't mentioned, but what it did make me not think, like Cootie Kate, I wouldn't uh, mention that. Yeah, right. But what it did make me think about their relationship. I don't know if it, they say how long they've been together. A few um, years it must be a while. Yeah, it's got to be a bit. I would just think they'd need more growing to do to, before having a kid. That that's all that kind of made me think the the more the reason they have the conflict they do and what they need to overcome and have the right conversations to, to figure out about having a kid. It seems like what they gave it three months and then they tried and were successful and they had a kid on the next new year. So I also think what saves it in the, um, the end gets saved for me because they never told their, neither of them told anybody they were pregnant. They didn't. So they're still not reaching out to their family. Right. Yeah. And they still are not communicating with their family. They didn't learn that lesson. See, is the movie thinking that deeply about it, or is it bookending the newscast? No, there? I think it's smart in that way that that's they the haven't. Exciting incident. They is haven't, when the first news crew is there, right? They haven't completely yeah. changed as people. They're still the same people. They've just decided they'd have a kid, which I well, like that's that. That's what that it should be. The movie's <clears> great for that reason because it's like. It's a lot of movies would be like, see, family is important. But they were like, no, they have fucking terrible yeah. families in a lot of cases. Like there was no big like come to Jesus moment with the family love. It was like they did the Christmas. What they got out of it was realizing they wanted each other, but they still just wanted each other apart from everybody else. Yeah. So and I think, I think that's that, that is super good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that the people who watch the movie who didn't like it discredit that because to me that makes it unique and original that these characters didn't like they're not always going to their family's houses and they don't love their families any more than they did before. Yeah. They probably liked them even less than after setting those Christmases together. And and I definitely don't think either of them wants to go to the others. Well, he really enjoys her family. Because he enjoyed her mom's place because well, they treated they him like gold there. And the church <laughs> yeah. did too. The church treats him like gold too. They True. I love when they he's really sitting in the to crowd. His performance. <laughs> yeah, they do. And I like when that, he's sitting in the crowd and then he starts clapping to the music. <laughs> yeah. That always yeah. makes me laugh. Like that makes me he, that, that whole scene me, is kind of funny too. I mean it's it's outrageous, but but you get there. Like the, this movie doesn't wait for your permission. It just kind of goes in a few areas. I actually went, I wish it would have had a gone harder in a few areas for the comedy, like a bit more of the the Vince Vaughn stuff. Where, I, but I get that it's trying also to now appeal to the other side of things and s something about um, 
this movie um that really caught me was that like one of the end messages was like be with family or don't be with family like as long as it makes you happy like and you're ready for it then go do it so I like I, I kind of appreciated that it wasn't trying to do anything um, too too heavy on me in terms of the big message at the end of the day. Yeah. Um. But but one thing that strikes me about this movie <clears throat> is that it doesn't feel like a Christmas movie at all. Hmm. None of this felt like this could this didn't need Christmas as the backdrop, right? Um, no, you're right. It feels more like American Thanksgiving kind of. It kind of yes. Yeah, I thought I thought like it just like it wasn't centered around it. Yeah, like the, this is not a this did not to me feel like a Christmas movie at all. Hmm. Uh, and it has Christmas, Christmas movie, in the damn title. Die Hard. Yeah, I mean I it's think, because it's they live in California, <laughs> they live in San Francisco, so there's no snow. So I mean, I feel like that that <clears> the lack of weather, Christmas weather, like think about think if Christmas Vacation was in California and there's yeah. no snow. Yeah, it would same. be weird. Yeah, but I mean, they have the Jesus pageant at the church, and they 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 do lean into it closer to the end, where they're at her family's house for the dinner. Her, their, his, the father. Like the one thing I didn't get is why is her father, who's John Voight, by the way, <laughs> yeah, seen this movie. Why is why is his mom and her boyfriend, the pastor, at that dinner? That seemed I ha- weird to me. I hang me. out with my ex. Yeah. I guess, but they didn't seem like they were um, on good terms, I thought. You and your ex are like best friends, but they didn't... I didn't there think that they were... There was nothing to give an indication that they were on bad terms. It is weird because there's no setup that they aren't. I guess that's true. It's So it's, it is um, kind of like you like see them and you're, you're not expecting it, so you do kind of yeah. wonder. I guess it's Vaughn's... It's also weird that she's dating the fucking preacher... Yeah, I guess it's Vaughn's yeah. family. Vaughn's parents don't talk, and they don't get together. Yeah, so that's not bad, I guess. You can have, you don't have to have that dynamic on both families. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes. Uh, so I forgive that. Where I, where I ultimately get to with this movie, um, I don't even know if I did a synopsis of this. Right? Did you get it, folks? Brad and Kate, they are in San Fran. They're loving life. They have crazy family who's all like divorced and all over. They want to go to Fiji. They can't go, so they have to see each of the four families. But it's every Christmas year, but every four. year they go on vacation somewhere they for lie. Christmas, and yeah, they, they ditch lie. their families. They say they're going to do charity work. Yeah, which yeah. they don't. No, uh, but and their families are real shitty, so that's why they go. Which is why they've never met each other's families. <laughs> um. So where this movie ends up leaving me at the end of the day, gentlemen, is eh, it's like it's not overly funny. It's not overly sentimental. The messages aren't overly deep uh, and I don't laugh overly hard. I chuckle a bunch. I chuckle a bunch. Right. Um, yeah. But then at the end of the day, I'm like, eh, it's just eh. and it, but I can't even say like, ah, this was shit. This was trash. It's fine. It's 89 minutes. Um, it keeps moving along. I don't know. Like, is the like what what would elevate this from a meh whatever comedy to like that next level? Nuance. Like to, yeah, I it, think is that I th- there for you guys? I think the fact that like I didn't realize what you'd said about the that this was being shot during the writers' strike. 
And um, so there definitely could have been some rewrites or some changes to the script when they were shooting that they, they couldn't do. So yeah. sadly, they, they had to shoot what they were stuck with. Does that's, that's not an excuse. Is it a good movie or a bad movie? Does it hold up or doesn't hold up? But I agree yeah. with you by saying, um, meh, like it's, it, it kind of rides the line of mediocrity for sure. But does that mean it doesn't hold up? Like, is it good enough that you would watch toast, it? But it was always, wasn't it? Yeah, I guess. But would you like, is this a movie Is it 25%? Guys, like, I don't think it's a 25%. I think it's better than that. I think so. I think, definitely think it's better than that. Like, not, not, we don't need to call it right away. I'm just saying, like, I can see why this one flew under the radar with me. Yeah. And now that I've seen it, I'm like, I, I don't know if I'd add this to my Christmas roster, but I can't say that, like, oh my God, wow, what the hell? No. So <laughs> like, had Nat, had Nat seen this before? Yeah. Okay, and what did she think watching it this time out of curiosity? Uh, pretty pretty meh. <laughs> did she think it was funny? We laughed a bit. I think I laughed more than she did. Yeah. But, but she had really kind of seen humor. it. We were trying to think of what, what happens. And I was like, I don't get it. I don't get what's happening. And after the all the intros happening, I'm like, I like these people. What's going on? This is wicked. Oh, they don't get to go. <laughs> Shit, that sucks. And I was like, oh, okay, I see. They're going to spend the with the four Christmases, with the four families. So then the, it kind of rolled from there. The inciting incident, I mean, the structure is solid on this movie. Like at like 11 minutes, the flight is it's exactly fogged in. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And they, and they, I do like the idea that they've never met each other's families before. I really like watching Vince Vaughn when he's in a good mood in this. I, I I felt so bad for him at his parents' house, his father's house, and even at his mom's house, because his mom's sleeping with his best friend. I know, his from his childhood <laughs> best friend, and his childhood best friend's kissing his mom in front of him and stuff. Yeah, but like being, I told Colin, I think I'm into that. Like, it's not that I want you guys to bang my mom, but you guys are cool friends. And if that could also be like my stepdad, I'd be like, okay, you guys could be my stepdad. Just don't <laughs> talk about it. Well, that's what he's doing is he's always talking about it. And give me allowance, it. you know? Yeah. He's always addressing it. But oh I, so God, I yeah. really like the scenes where Vince Vaughn is being doted on by her family because he's like a good looking tall dude. I think a lot of them had like crushes on him and. And then they were showing like the her parents are awful, showing all of the fat baby photos and that yeah, she went to fat camp and her friend who with the that they call a lesbian haircut and all of yeah. that stuff and like they're mean. They're like they're kind of mean. His family's yeah. mean too, but like they're mean to him. They're not like trying to go over to her and talk shit about him. Like her family yeah. was a bunch of bitches. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But well, I do like watching natured. him. I like uh, watching him enjoying it, though. Like enjoying the attention. And and uh, I think that's that's fun. That that stuff's fun. I, I don't know about that. What do you guys think of her with the whole jumping bouncy house and the <sighs> pregnancy test and all that stuff? See, I was I, it went on too long for me until she started to kick their asses. 
But yeah. then I was like, missed opportunity. She could have fucked them up a little bit harder, and I would have laughed very heartily because those kids deserved it. Those kids were assholes to her. Yeah, and she's yeah. not the much bigger than any of them, so I yeah. would allowed that. And then the the pee gag is whatever. So yeah, the pee gag I thought was a good payoff. The, yeah, the, it, the little girl was a major cunt, and then at the end she's like, <laughs> thinking that's in your mouth, I peed on it. That little girl would be horrified, and everyone would make fun of her. That'd be like little Katie Peepmouth uh, from fucking then on, man. I, I'm just, I'm just saying, she should have like kicked the shit out of that little girl, then stuffed the thing in her f- mouth, and then taken it out and told her it was covered in piss, and then been like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> the the other thing I would, I would, <laughs> I would like to do with Vince Vaughn in some of his movies, and definitely in this one, is like edit his, edit his scenes a bit. Because sometimes he's funny, but then he it goes on too long. Like especially when they're talking at the end, um, when they reconcile. Like that scene's way too long. That scene could have been cut in half. Yeah. Even and this isn't a long movie, but I do like how after that scene and they reconcile that they immediately like end the movie. Right. Yeah. Like they just no, they jump do. a year and then the movie ends. Like it's not. It's like two yeah. minutes. Talk. They jump a year, bookend, yeah, they do that and they're good, out. They do a good callback gag to the news. Yeah, they, catching them with the yeah. New Year's baby, and then like that's that's a perfect seal. It is. Yeah. It actually is a really great quick ending for the movie. Good, get us done. And there's scenes yeah. I look forward to in this movie that I watch it for, and and it's not it's not painful enough for me to sit through the whole thing to watch those scenes. No, like, it's okay. That's why, like once again, I think it's just okay. But I'd never, I'd never go up. out of my way. Yeah, I guess we should answer that question because I'm not sure how much more. Yeah, there's not a lot. I can of... go first if you want. Yeah, do it, man. Tell us what you think. I think this <laughs> does hold up because if we're measuring something against itself, like this movie was always this, and what is this? It's a serviceable little Christmas rom com. There's nothing special about it. There's nothing extra. Uh, it's just something that is a fine watch. And like we said, it's short. It's short like it should have fucking been. So to get through <laughs> this is no problem. You got four fucking families to deal with in an hour and a half. That's not a lot of time each. It's, it cruises on. So, I mean, it holds up. It's not a great movie, but it's a fine movie. And I think that the bar for it shouldn't be Oscar contention. Um, so that's how I'm fucking ruling it. Hmm. Johnny? Hmm. I guess I would say it holds up because I think it's better than it was at least what other people might have thought about it back then. It's not complicated. Uh, I read that um, the leads hated each other. Vince Vaughn <laughs> and Reese Witherspoon did not get along. And yeah. I don't think Vince Vaughn promoted this movie because the rumors were that like they really didn't get along. Um, and I think that was a matter of him and he produced this in some way, shape or form. Right. So he had some skin in the game other than just acting. Um, I think he's a pretty easy breezy guy, right? Like the, his lines aren't written. <laughs> it, it's I'm sure they have in some scripts with Vince Vaughn in the movie, just being like Vince will go on here and be awesome. Like Vince Vaughn is right. Like we all watch him. I don't think a lot of his stuff is written. So I think that in versus movie, her. They said that a lot of the key scenes are impro- improvised. Yeah. And not, just not, as a I, note to your comment. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Um, and I think, I think maybe Reese, 
likes things a little bit more structured from just as just what I read. What the fuck do I know? I never met the girl. I never met Vince Vaughn. I'd love to, though. Fucking dude seems awesome. I'd love to meet her, too. It'd be great. Um, But yeah, I heard they didn't like each other. Honestly, their chemistry didn't seem uh, too affected by that. No, they seem to have pretty good chemistry because I didn't know that when I watched the movie. I did read that after as well. Um, And I'm glad I didn't watch it know that before because then I watch for it if I know that trivia before I see it right yeah then I'm looking to see where they maybe have a glare or a lack of chemistry yeah Um, but I think that they fucking pull it off I, I really think it's amazing when actors can do that because it can be so hard to grit your teeth away from somebody that you're having a complication with like that Oh yeah, somebody that you just like are on the opposite sides of the spectrum. It's it's pretty fucking amazing. So I I applaud them for being yeah. able to pull together this fucking performance. That's yeah. true because I had no idea about that either, and I've seen this movie a couple of times, and I never got a sense once that these people did not like each other genuinely. So you're right, they do pull it off, and I think I think it does. I think like you guys said, it's serv- serviceable enough, and I think maybe it has gotten slightly better over time, because I think I think as their generations have changed, there's a lot more Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoons out there that don't want kids, that don't want to get married, that that do have both have good jobs and and like to be able to spend the money traveling, and um, you know like. Uh, I think there's a uh, the, the generation coming up will relate with this movie a lot more um, now because there's so many more people that think like them that are are yuppie dinks. <laughs> I'm like we like in our generation we are we are like that's a great way to put it. We're we're definitely the three of us are definitely um, you know outsiders of our generation. Um, and but but now those people are all coming up and and they'll definitely relate to these two characters. Mm. I yeah. can't believe that. Um, I can't believe that Reese Witherspoon refused to do a sex scene though with Vaughn. Yeah, because yeah. they were so mad at each other. And also, it sounded like it was a it was a working environment thing. Vaughn wanted to work one way, and she wanted to work another way, and. And uh, they that caused the rift between them is that that they were they he wanted to be loosey goosey and she wanted to like be structured. And um, creatively, you should be allowed to work how you want, right? Because like when back in the day when I used to be in bands, that's how I wanted to write songs. I just wanted to jam them out, right, and just like float ideas. Some people really want to sit down and fucking do things structured, right? Yeah, and build things that way. And I mean, you can work together, but you need to have some kind of a compromise. So if she's angry at him because he is different, maybe she didn't view him as a professional. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure it was mutually differently now. Mutually vicious. It's on both of the. It's on both of them, right? Like he could have. Don't you talk about Vince that way? He's. I'm just saying he could have. He could have showed up to the set on time and been a little bit more prepared and. He could have, um, you know, tried tried to comp. He could have made a compromise with her to be a, you know, be loose but more structured. I mean, it's on both of them. The mm. problem is, is that it seemed the people that were making this movie and Vince all have worked together before, 
So she would have ended up being an outsider, right? With with like the director and with some of the other actors oh, probably, who all yeah. are friends with Vaughn. So she would have been painted as the outsider, which would have sucked for her to you know c- come allegedly. to work every day. Well, allegedly. allegedly, allegedly, yeah. But it would suck, like if it was like a big boys' club and and she had to come in the work every day and have to put up with that. That would have sucked. Yeah, yeah. yeah anyway, that's uh, a challenge. Uh, I, I, totally, I, I, but once I, again, she's a professional and she pulls it off. And like the results and the performances, they I thought they were in love. I thought they liked each other the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, Colin rambled for a bit there. I'll just finish my shit up and say, uh, it, it, it's. It, I'd say it, it holds up. I, I just I can't stress enough how this movie is. Uh, Brent used a good word. Um, fine. <laughs> It's, <laughs> good word it's yeah my it's vocabulary is off the hook it's serviceable is the best and it feels weird to kind of say that that kind of movie holds up but it 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 just does it this like what are you gonna do you can't hate on this movie too much you be wasting your time doing it so yeah. <laughs> it's fine see it if you want if you don't you're not missing much. There you go. Holds up. I, I would say if you if you wanted if you want to add a new Christmas movie you've never seen before, this isn't the worst one to pick. Yeah. I tried watching that Deck the Halls with uh, Matthew Broderick and Danny DeVito, which I both really like those actors, and I really struggled to get through that thing. I I just I just didn't find it very funny. And what'd you find about this one? I th- I still laugh at the parts that I I still look forward to those scenes, yeah. Um, and I and I and I I watch the movie to get to those moments. I love the scene where he. There's a lot of slapstick in this movie, but I love Not the enough. scene where and the editing and the directing where he he falls off the roof with the the the, the uh, satellite dish, yeah. And uh and it pulls his father's TV <laughs> off the wall. <laughs> I, I the editing and the directing is so good. It's what makes it so funny. The way they they cut back and forth from the outside to the inside, and and it it feels very seamless. Um, and that then she very hits, well killed him, and they clap. Oh His yeah, brothers clap when he does that. Yeah, and then she hits the baby's head on the uh, yeah. on the uh, kitchen cabinet, and so uh, yeah, things like that uh, still work, <laughs> and uh, we're still funny. Right on. Yeah. Three holds up for this movie. Who saw that coming? I did not see that coming. No. I was actually like reading reviews to earlier to try and figure out like why I how I could justify a not hold up. And I just <laughs> just disagreed with all of them. I was like there's nothing wrong with the characters. The characters are fine. Yeah, maybe there was something maybe there was a huge influx of these types of movies at this time. And this one got lost in the shuffle or it was very forgettable or, or like the others. I don't know, but I don't know. I, I, I thought it was fine. There's nothing, there's nothing overspoken about the messaging in this movie. Maybe a lot of those critics though live in the burbs and have like three kids and a wife and yeah. find these characters to be unlikable because they can't relate to them. Cause that that's not their lifestyle or their choices. Completely possible, right? Yeah. yeah could be something dicks anyway what's coming uh, up next jonathan well there's a story about that first of all (laughs) happy holidays everybody we hope that you enjoyed our four christmases episode um we're gonna come back at you in the new year and we have a 
well, we have a New Year's episode. I'm not going to describe it in any other way than what it is. Uh, we're going to do Can't Buy Me Love because there's a New Year's party in that one. As you know, New Year's episodes are very difficult, so we're very happy we found that one. And then we're going to dedicate January to the leading ladies out there. Um, and in a hilarious set of movies, we're going to do G.I. Jane, Aaron Brockovich, Working Girl, and Kill Bill. Nice. So that's that's what you're going to get in January. That's yeah, nice we're going to end it with, with Tarantino. Um yeah, I think some of these movies are going to be hilarious. Agreed. Why hilarious? Um, I just feel like they're, to gonna be like, like fun, gonna do one fun to watch. Ladies. These no, they're going to be hilarious. G.I. <laughs> Jane. Jane. The first thing he hilarious. says is G.I. Jane. They're gonna, they're gonna, uh, they're gonna be fun to watch. G.I. Jane. I don't hold up very much hope for, but it's got Viggo Mortensen in it, so maybe that movie be like, holds up. I'll be very surprised. I will be as well. But I don't know. Like, I, I'm going to root for that one. I, I feel like that one could. I root for it. I just... I find the... I think the thing that's going to be shitty about it, but not ruin it, is all the political back stuff. Uh, yeah. some bad stuff in there about... With like the politician however. lady from the South. Mm, that's so right. tough. But I don't think that will necessarily ruin the uh, whole movie. I don't know. We'll see. I do. Yes. <laughs> I think it's, it's going to suck, but anyway, we'll see. we're doing it. Uh, Aaron Brockovich, I have like insanely high hopes for, because uh, yeah, I just I love the court kind of dramas. Dark Water is a more recent one in the same vein with uh, the guy who plays the Hulk. Still have to watch that one. Scary to watch that it's one. On Netflix, Working Girl, who knows? Harrison Ford, Sigourney Weaver, and uh, Breathless, whatever her name is. Melanie yeah. Griffith. Melanie Griffith. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and Kill Bill, I think, like, it's just, I love that movie, I think. So, but is it like a good objective movie? I don't know. That'll be very, very interesting. So I'm looking it's forward to it. It's also interesting because um, we'll have to, I guess we'll just b- judge that one based on just by itself because the the sequel is a continuation of that. But yeah, well, yeah. We'll, we'll do we'll that as well. We'll just judge it as a single movie. Yeah. We'll do it before too long. But yeah, we're going to, uh, most movies should be standalone things right no agreed that mostly just, so that one's yeah. just very unique that's why you got to be careful with trilogies and sequels and all the good stuff but we'll do our sequel of 2022 for 2023 so we'll be back in the new year uh next time with can't buy me love so uh folks 2022 was sure wicked and we ain't going anywhere and hopefully we can do some fun new shit that you'll be proud of like we are yeah so uh boys tell everybody happy holidays and all that shit happy Happy holidays holidays and all that shit shit. enjoy your holiday shit everybody depending on your religious affiliation dreidels (laughs) all the things hanukkah happy hanukkah yeah, if you if those elves on the there? shelves Hana are giving Kwanza-mas. you grief, just oh, leave them dismembered. Kwanza. No problem. A little ketchup, fake it all. I almost, I almost. My elves blew, been doing um, blow every night. Brent's daughter. I almost revealed to Brent's daughter that Santa was fake the other day, but I, I, I think I saved it. Zoiks. So that's been fun. I was uh, out of the room and could hear it going on, and I was like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> she was telling me that Santa was fake, but what she was saying was Santa was fake at the mall because she saw the strings on his beard, and 
she also had mentioned that Santa couldn't be at every mall at the same time. But but I took the message that she knew that Santa wasn't real at all. And so then Brent threw a hat at me and hit me in the chest. And uh, <laughs> that's how that no, she's Tell everyone you deserved suspicious. it. Tell everyone you deserved it. It hurt a little. You I, could I, be I my know best I, girl again. She, I, I was just agreeing with her, your daughter, that Santa was fake. <laughs> I know. I, I thought you had started the conversation about like, so you believe in Santa? <laughs> no, I, I was my, like, st- my conversation was, has your mom or dad taken you to the mall to, to get a picture with Santa or see Santa? And then she was like, Santa's fake. No, like, as soon as she was like, cognizant, she realized we took her. And she was, I was like, what do you think about Santa? And she was like, that's not real. We took her to a train reenactment of the Polar Express where the train really moved and there was really a fucking singing crew pouring hot chocolate and like the whole with gold tickets stamped with her initial in it. Right. Like all this shit. And, uh, and we were like, check it out, Santa, Santa. He gave her a really nice, high quality little bell like in the movie. And uh, and she's like, that's not Santa. Fake. I was like. God damn it. <laughs> you can't fucking get them. Sometimes. She's always looking for the strings now because she saw the strings once. So now she just checks it out and she's like, nope, it's not him. That's how it goes, right? Once you see that there's uh, there's something that can be pulled over your eyes, you're going to look for it. That's yeah, right. you got to get a Santa who can grow a beard, for God's sakes. None of these, like, fake beer Santas anymore. That's, like, old school. That's that's bullshit. Yeah, years of dedication required to be Santa's. Exactly. Any of you non-beard growing Santa wannabe motherfuckers, go home. You let the kids pull on <laughs> it. That's how they know. I found out today that Will Ferrell used to do mall Santa work when he was a struggling actor. Oh, man. And to make it even more interesting, Chris Kattan was his elf. Oh, my God. Nice. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on that yeah. note... Merry Christmas, everybody, and the happiest of happies and all the other stuff that you enjoy. Uh, we'll see you in the new year in our next episode. Thanks for coming out. See you then. And as always, enjoy your Christmas shit. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.